Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, 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 good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me. That's comma, me, comma, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. And I didn't put my phone on silent like I should have. Because I just heard someone text me or something. I hope everyone's having a fantastic day. A um, terrific Tuesday. I've been tired all freaking day. All day. I've been tired all day. All day. And you know what I think it is? I think it's my hair. It doesn't smell bad. But I think that my hair is carrying too much negative energy. Because I haven't washed it. I usually wash it like every couple weeks. And I haven't washed it. It's been a while. So I've, I'm going to wash it tonight. I've got my shampoo. I've got everything. It's a beautiful day today. Check, can you see that? Look at that sky. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. <laughs> now that's beautiful for sure. Look at that. Isn't that just gorgeous? Beautiful day. Hope it's a beautiful day where you're at. But, yeah, I've been tired all day, bordering on a little grumpy, a little cranky. Woke up that way. I slept good last night. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what the heck? And then I realized I haven't washed my hair lately, so I'm going to do that here in a little bit. But uh, I thought I would talk. I did a podcast this morning for um, on boys with a couple of great ladies and um, be getting some details on that for you guys soon and sharing that with you. But one of the things we talked about is something I've been talking about recently. Hello, Jennifer. Oh, such a compliment. Ha <laughs> ha. I knew you were talking about the view behind me, but that's all good. I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. So um, one of the things that I've been talking about because there's so... There's so much now about being trauma-informed. In fact, I get Google Alerts. Uh, you can get Google Alerts for specific terms. So one of the terms I, I get Google Alerts for is trauma-informed. I'm always curious, like, what's what's out there? Who's Everyone's talking about trauma-informed. It feels that way. I mean, it seemed like overnight it just kind of exploded. And I told those ladies, um, do you guys, did I tell you I'm living in a log cabin? I don't know if I told you that. Let me show you this cabin. Let's see if I can come out here. So I'm I'm living in this log cabin in uh, Northern California, and isn't that amazing? Look at this thing; it's it's really quite amazing. So right through there is where my office is at. So that's like patio area, and it's screened in. But you can see the sun where the sun's coming through. Um, but check that out. It's uh, two stories. It's like they like, got a loft, and and uh, then it's just got an awesome view all the way around. I mean, it's just pretty amazing. And um, there's even a koi pond. Let's see if you can see the koi pond. You see the koi pond? Look at a little koi pond. How cool. So anyway, there's all this talk now about being trauma-informed, and... 
I was like, you know, trauma-informed is good, but you know what trauma-informed means? Trauma-informed means that you're trauma-knowledgeable. Trauma-informed. Think about that word. I'm trauma-informed. And I, I even, you know, was was last year talking about trauma-informed, created a trauma-informed certification, uh, created a trauma-informed checklist. And so, you know, I was all, I was all for trauma-informed, and then I started seeing everyone talk about trauma-informed, and then I started hearing these people, that you, what they're talking about. So you start paying attention to what people, what people are, like, how they're focusing their, 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 their programs and their, their books and all this stuff. And what you find is that trauma-informed becomes trauma-knowledgeable. But trauma, trauma, being trauma-knowledgeable isn't, isn't the answer. We, we have to be more than trauma-informed. It's great for us to be trauma-informed. But beyond trauma-informed is being trauma-responsive. It's not enough just to know about trauma. That's fantastic. It's not enough to just know about trauma. You also have to know how to respond to trauma. That's the key, being trauma responsive. So like we always do about this time, that comes from Kanye West's song at the Post Institute. People are just catching up with trauma informed and we have just moved on. We, I mean, we have already left the stage. We're moved on. We're talking about trauma responsive. So let's see how long it takes takes us to catch up to that so being trauma responsive hey from kathy from new zealand big papa loves my new zealanders and of course my my uh, nether my my dutch my dutch brothers and sisters and my german brothers and sisters i want to get over to new zealand sometime i sure do um but we got to be more than trauma informed we got to be trauma responsive so i just want to lay that thought down for you guys and then what was the other thing I was going to tell you tell you about? So number one, I was tired. And, you know, when you're tired, you just shoot. Just honor it. Like I, I didn't I didn't I stopped drinking coffee um, months ago, like four or five months ago. So I haven't had any coffee every now and then I'll drink tea from Starbucks. And I think a lot of times when we're feeling a certain way, we try to alleviate it. And I didn't really try to alleviate it. I just tried to be aware of it and try to honor it. And so, you know, I had some food and I eventually took a nap. I tried not to interact with too many people today. Thank goodness I did most of my uh, most of my coaching and stuff yesterday. So I didn't have to be a grumpy ass to people. Um, and I didn't have to be somewhere in some different place that I don't want to be. Like, I don't want to be a grumpy ass to you guys. That's why I took a nap. So I, I took a nap. It was like 45 minutes. I'm like, wow, that was a good nap. Because for me, I'm usually like, I take like 15-minute power naps. But I took a nap for 45 freaking minutes. So I needed it. But I got to wash the hair. That's that's. I know that's what's going on. Didn't realize that. I know. I'll wash it tomorrow. I'm going to have it sparkling for you guys. It's going to be all clean. Um, so what was that other thing I was going to tell you about that I wrote down in the subject? Uh, hey, hey, Heidi. Yeah, I know you got a lot going on. I'll get to New Zealand. I'm, I'm not even sweating it. I'm not even sweating it. California's treating me well right now. Uh, although I will be in New York next week. Um, Pat O'Brien and an organization he's hosting, foster care organization. They're putting putting together a they're putting a doing a viewing for a foster care show, a new movie um, on being foster parents. He asked me to be at that, so I'll be in New York City next Thursday evening at that. 
And um, so, and then I'll be back in Oklahoma for a while. So excited about seeing my Mimi. She's, uh, I, then I'll be extra gorgeous. That's right. I, uh, I don't see Mimi on here today. I don't know. She must be taking a nap or something. So, uh, dang it. This is what happens when, you know, you nap and then don't re remember what you're going to talk about. I was going to talk about being tired. I was going to talk about being trauma responsive instead of trauma informed. And then there was one other thing I'm going to talk about, but I'm, I, I'm not going to remember it. So that's okay. I'm just going to stand here and enjoy and bask in the sunshine with you guys. It's like 65 degrees. It, it truly could not be more beautiful. Maybe it might be 70, but I don't think it is. I think it's like 65. It's just amazing. Um, already talked about washing my hair. So what else? That's it. It's, it's, uh, it's just moving past me today. Um, oh, I got to get blinds. This is not what I was going to talk to you guys about. I got to get blinds in my little office area because that sun's just too hot. I can't even set. Yesterday when I did the, the, the dose, like the sun was just beaming down on me. I had to like get out of there. And then I had a meeting anyway, so I had to run. Sorry I had to run on you guys yesterday. I think I was probably talking about something good. But uh, yeah, I had to go. I had a meeting at 5 o'clock, and it was like 4.45. So I made it on time. I don't like, I don't like being late. You ever are you are you guys late? Do you run late or are you very mindful of your time? I don't like being late. I feel like our time is the most important thing that we have available and so we should not waste it. It is very important to be mindful of your time because every second gone is a second you're not going to get back. I really 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 believe in living in the present, living in the now. And when you are wasting those moments, wasting those minutes, um that's what a doctor's office is, ooh. Oh, I could wring a doctor's neck for, for making me wait 30 minutes. That just, it's so disrespectful. So be mindful of time, you know, be, be conscientious of time. And, and if you're going to be late, cause it happens then just let people know, I mean, people appreciate that and usually are pretty flexible. Um, but yeah, that's cool. How do we deal with siblings and you get being controlling? How do you how do you deal with oh I'm gonna be Jill says I'm gonna be beautiful after I wash my hair. How do you deal with siblings and you get being controlling? So I just the that so hold that word controlling. Remember the moment you step into needing to be control trolling, you're operating from a place of stress and fear. Control, suppression, change. The moment you're trying to control, suppress, change. The moment you're becoming obsessed about behaviors, you're operating from fear. You got to keep that in mind. If a kid's doing it, guess what that tells you? They're operating from a place of stress and fear. If they're operating from a place of stress and fear, then the first thing you got to do is calm yourself down. Take a step back. You know, acknowledge how you're feeling. Acknowledge how they're feeling. With teenagers, let them have more control. They have to have more control. That's a, that's. A, I did a talk on. I did a talk on teens. Teens have to have more control. They're moving towards adulthood. They're mo moving towards independence. You've got to honor that. But the problem is we get stressed out and we try to hold on to them because we're stressed and we're scared. And then we're, we create a, a power struggle. We, we create a di dynamic that uh, they have to fight against. So give them more control and let them screw up because that's a part of being human. They're going to go out and make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes could be unfortunate mistakes it could be bad mistakes or 
they could just screw up and, you know, have have not so good time. Or you give them a little control and they don't screw up at all. They're just, they don't feel threatened anymore. And then they come back and they do what you ask them to do. Giving them more control is the key. But the reason you give them control is because you're allowing, you're allowing for the energy of relationship to influence. See, if I don't have to be in control if I'm focused on relationship. As long as I'm focused on relationship, I'm focused on influencing. So let I can let you have control from that from that standpoint. Jill says, relative has adult child raging at her. She is frightened. She she should she evict him? Legal action, what? Mm, 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 mm. That is so unfortunate. That is so unfortunate. But let me tell you something, Jill. It's not something new. That's a dynamic that's been created and it's been fostered and it's been nurtured. And that's a relationship. That is a victim perpetrator relationship that that parent, that that parent and their adult child are in. And they've been playing that game for a while. So she's coming to you because she's feeling like she's the victim and that or, or he's the victim and the child, the adult child's a perpetrator. <sighs> Should she a victim? Sure, she can evict them. Will she or will he? No, they won't because they're playing the dynamic. They're playing the game. And the child equally feels like the parent. So the victim-perpetrator role and experience is that the parent feels like the child's perpetrating against them. But guess what? The child feels like the parent's perpetrating against them. So it's this nasty little dy dy dynamic. And the parent ultimately has to break it by not being a victim and not being a perpetrator allowing the child to rage let them rage let them yell say you're mad i see how upset you are let it out what can i do to help you what can you how can i support you remember the raging adult child is just a two-year-old that's it it's just a two-year-old now is it scary absolutely and may it be too maybe it's too scary for the parent to be able to permit that to happen or allow that to happen then they got to do what they got to do you got a victor adult child a victor adult child but that doesn't mean you cancel the relationship you can still come back and have relationship and this is parenting is a lifelong journey it's not a quick fix it's a lifelong journey it's a it's an out it's a process it's not an outcome so there's lots of things that they can do to kind of wrestle with that hey fit cat thank you for that hello big papa so i hope that's helpful jill i'm gonna stop rambling now guys it because it's starting to get a little warm i'm gonna get ready to wash this beautiful mop of mine so i can come back and be styling and profiling Woo! like rick flair baby styling and profiling remember guys in any given situation there are always two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down, we can take three to 10 deep breaths, and we can choose love. Big Papa loves you. God bless each and every one of you. Hope you have a fantastic evening. I hope you sleep so well tonight. I hope you, through the night, that deep sleep, you wake up restored, refreshed, and reinvigorated and ready to have a fantastic day. That's my hope and my prayer for each and every one of you. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.